0: and institute a new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. The United States Declaration of Independence Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and today, in an effort to give you more content during the lockdown, which I had mentioned I was going to try to do, we're going to look back at one of our very earliest episodes, which just also happens to be one of the most popular to date. It's a burning question in America today, and I hope you enjoy it. Stay safe Stay well, stay inside, and we'll see you again soon. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we look at history as it really was, no matter who it might offend. In today's episode, we'll tackle an ongoing debate. Was America founded as a Christian nation? I should note in today's episode, much like our opening episode, you've just got me because my illustrious co-host is knee-deep in research about presidential deaths. We'll have more on that later. Today's question is a touchy subject to be sure, and one with proponents on both sides ferociously advocating their point of view. But before getting into the history, we should probably first address what causes the question to be asked at all. And it's a similar one. Is America a Christian nation now? The answer to that, in my opinion, is sort of, and trending more and more toward no every day. It's true that a majority of Americans still self identify as Christian, though that group has a pretty hard time agreeing on what being Christian means. Evangelical, mainline Protestant, Catholic, traditional Catholic, progressive non denominational, Do Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses get included? It's a conundrum. However, it's also true that there's a growing Muslim and Hindu population in the U.S., which, by simple math, automatically reduces the percentage of Christians. And the single fastest-growing segment of the population, especially for those under 35, is the nuns. That's spelled N-O-N-E, not N-U-N, like the Scary Catholic Sisters. The nuns basically claim no religious affiliation at all, though most do have some form of spiritual belief as most humans have had throughout history. Somewhat ironically, it's this very decline of so-called Christian influence in the culture at large that often triggers the debate over our founding as a nation. The most common trope from Christian conservatives is that America was founded by people fleeing religious persecution who wanted a country where they could worship free of governmental influence. Historically speaking, that did indeed play a role in several cases, from the Plymouth Brethren to the Catholics fleeing England who founded the state of Maryland. But taken as a whole, religious refugees were a small percentage of the people who inhabited the colonies in 1776. From the opposite viewpoint, held most commonly by the non-religious far left, Religious belief played no part in the establishment of the United States at all. Furthermore, all of the founding fathers were deists at best and more likely atheists. Conservatives tend to portray the founders as God-fearing believers without a lot of evidence to back that up. So who's right? The answer may seem unsatisfactory, but I think both and neither. The founders were not evangelical born-again Christians by any stretch since this form of Christianity didn't even really exist yet. They were men who, for the most part, believed in providence or some type of supreme being and as part of the European culture of Christendom held to some common Christian beliefs like the Sermon on the Mount, the Golden Rule, and the Ten Commandments. Though obviously the Ten Commandments are Jewish and not Christian. George Washington was a lifelong Anglican but he was also a deist and saw no conflict between the two. Alexander Hamilton founded the Christian Constitutional Society, but was also a deep enlightenment thinker. And Thomas Jefferson admired Jesus as a moral teacher, but rejected miracles out of hand, going so far as to create his own Bible with all supernatural references removed. Still, they were not, as some claim, atheists. Most were Freemasons, and a core tenet of Freemasonry is the belief that there is a supreme architect of the universe. The Founders, like most educated people of their time, were heavily influenced by Enlightenment ideas, the notion of liberty and democracy, and the supremacy of individual rights over the divine right of kings. It was natural that they would reject some common religious beliefs of the time while embracing others. Now, many conservative Christians would argue that the founders got their basis of our laws directly from the Bible. Well, there are certainly some instances where that can be backed up. But, being Englishmen, in reality, they got most of their ideas for our laws from English common law. They then rewrote these laws using Enlightenment ideals, putting the rights of the people over the rights of the crown. Looking at the lives of the founders is an interesting study, but it's best to ignore their personalities in this particular question and look at the document they created, which is the one document that matters, the Constitution. The Constitution protected religious believers from being persecuted by the government and prevented the government from establishing a national church, precisely to prevent what had happened in England but that in no way means they favored Christianity over any other religion or over the state itself. Many countries have done so, both implicitly and explicitly. An explicit example would be the Islamic Republic of Iran. An implicit example would be several of the countries in Eastern Europe who see Eastern Orthodox Christianity as part of their national identity. Partly because that one institution stood strong against communism throughout the Cold War. Neither of these was the case in the United States. In fact, it's rather telling that though the Creator is mentioned in the Declaration of Independence, there's not a single mention of God in the Constitution itself. I think that's true because ultimately America was founded neither as a theocracy nor as as an institutional rejection of prior Christian belief. For the most part, religion was, at best, a minor consideration in the minds of the Founding Fathers, who probably never imagined the importance it would take on two centuries down the road. America was not founded as a Christian nation, and it was not founded as a wholly secular one. To quote Martin Luther King Jr., America is essentially a dream. It was, and is, a dream of a nation where a debate over such a question of religion and its place in our founding could be had civilly and peacefully with people of opposing views, free to articulate those views, and then to have a nice pint of ale together. Let's get back to that dream. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you're finding this podcast both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll help us create more content and go a long way toward making this podcast completely ad-free. Thanks again.